This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Good morning, party people, and welcome to Saturday Morning Mysteries. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. And I'm Alexis. And if you're new to the show, just tuning in, we take some of our fave uh, Saturday morning cartoons and retell them as quote-unquote true crime stories. Um, Yes, heavy on the air quotes on uh, the trueness of these crimes. And we go through, you know, different arcs of shows about uh, eight-ish, six, eight-ish episodes. I think No rules. There are no rules. We've done eight, but like, you know, we've been doing eight. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It could change. This could be our last one of Courage yeah. the Cowardly Dog. It's not, though. It, it, it's but, not, but like for all you know, it is, but it's it not. It could have been. It's yeah. not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like we just said, we're currently on Courage the Cowardly Dog. Many, uh, we're about two episodes in. This is our third one for Courage, which has been full of monsters and criminals mm-hmm. and evil villains and, and the supernatural and spooky. Yes, the very <laughs> spooky ooky and today alexis is telling us another story so take it away thank you i will reach out take it grab it put it in my pocket and run away with it aka leave leave. all right and episode over (laughs) Uh, uh, i'm just doing what you told me to do yeah grace fill up the next 45 minutes or so if you if you don't mind yeah, <laughs> just standing there looking stressed out. Like, uh, ah, there's ah. a dog. He's very courageous. But I, don't know. Cowardly. I don't know what episode she's doing. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> yes, Grace did a great job there leading us in, reminding us that courage is both full of crime and full of, like, creepy, spooky things. And today's episode is chock full of both of those. Okay. So, Today, I will be recapping and perhaps comedically reinterpreting uh, (laughs) season three, episode 1A, and it's called Muriel Meets Her Match. So this one came out November 16th, 2001. And uh, let me say, I'm going to just jump right into it because uh, there's a bit of wild speculation we'll do, but we'll kind of save it for the end because... I want to get through the story with you first, and then we might have to, like, bounce ideas off of each other about where our culprits are coming from with all of this. So let's go. So it is a dark night in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, the middle of nowhere hometown of the Bag family, Justice Muriel and their lovable dog, Courage. But out of nowhere in nowhere we see a high stakes car chase going on between a winnebago motorhome and okay. like a bunch of police cars and so okay. <laughs> i know you're big with like you know uh traveling vans or like yeah, like how fast can that go yeah i don't think winnebago's can typically go like over 80 maybe <laughs> even like if that kind of older aren't they, they like are i actually i might still have it pulled up i think the company was founded in like the 80s or like the let's see here about, maybe like a 20 no, even car. even older the 50s <laughs> Yeah, I feel like this show does have a lot of uh, like the 50s themed vehicles. 
Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, like in my last cars. episode. Yeah. So I yeah. really don't know what time period Courage the Cowardly Dog takes place in, <laughs> but they have, I guess all the criminals are old and like, couldn't get past like, I don't know, the fifties and sixties style. Like it worked back yeah. then. We'll just keep it for now. It's like a 30 mile per hour car chase. <laughs> the cops are just like, please pull over. <laughs> like slowly sirening behind them. Um, but no, so this seems to be like a very intense high action mm, okay. Winnebago and cop car chase. <laughs> and inside of this Winnebago, We see um, a couple by the name of Maria and Manuel, a.k.a. Mano Ladronis. And Grace, I feel like we're going to kind of do an inverted version of your first episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog, where you talked about a con artist criminal who spoke a language I'm familiar with. Today, (laughs) I'm going to introduce the Ladronis family as a con artist criminal couple who speaks a language that you are more familiar (laughs) with. So I had to to do some research. I'm not sure if this is super accurate, but I think Ladronis translates to thief. I had no idea. Burglar. Okay. I don't know. That doesn't really seem like something you would learn in like high school Spanish. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, like let's teach these, these kids how to say crime. thief and murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So Maria Ladronas, I'll describe her a little bit. She's like a middle-aged um, Hispanic woman. She's got a slight Mexican accent. I will not be uh, <laughs> inter- I will not be trying to copy that during this episode, but she's got this very voluminous hair, like this thick black updo and uh, red eyes. What? And a nice little mole or like beauty mark at the bottom of her left cheek. And uh, she's wearing this pink sweater dress type of fit. It has like a collar and just this like knee length dress. And in terms of her facial appearance, she actually, interestingly enough, Looks a lot like Muriel Bag, just with a darker skin tone. Yeah, she's kind of got the cute, poofy cheeks and uh-huh. little, slightly pointed nose. And her husband, Manuel, we don't really see him too much in the episode, but we can infer that he's probably a pretty tall guy. He's very built. He's got dark hair and like a short, kind of just normal Caesar-ish buzz cut. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing jeans and a white shirt. And he's just got these very strong, powerful hands and forearms, a.k.a. the name Mano, which I uh, think is Spanish for hand. Yeah. Is it? Okay, cool. So they are a very loving couple. They're in it through thick and thin, but they have this one little problem about them that they like to get in a lot of trouble and are yeah. actually on the lamb from the law. They have recently escaped from prison somewhere oh. near nowhere, and that is why they are running from the police. So I guess you okay. could call them like a regular Bonnie and Clyde, or a Bonita and Claudio, perhaps. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> so. <laughs> so also a funny, or no, wait, I did already say that, that Ladronis means thief slash burglar uh-huh. and Mano is Spanish for hand. I had to type that in there too, to make sure I said that if it is correct. And uh-huh. so inside of this van, as they're like careening down these roads in the middle of the deserts of nowhere, Kansas, 
we hear Maria like yelling to Mono. She's the one driving and she yells to Mono that next time they make a getaway, he needs to remind her to drive something smaller than a house. I mean, we just went through this. Yes, we did. They do not drive fast. They're quite big. I'm sure it's not easy to make quick turns. And I know this because Maria decides she needs to make a quick turn to get the cops off of her tail. And she asks Mono to reach in, grab her, give her a hand. They like quickly Mm. pull the wheel over together because there's a massive ass motor that they're on a chase in. And they just so happen to actually pull right behind the home of none other than Eustace, Muriel, and Courage. Mm -hmm. But they do this before the cops can see them. And so the cops continue on down the road. How? It's a massive one. You know, there's like a cloud of dirt, probably. (laughs) Yeah, as there's just just nothing around the farm. Nothing at all. Like they literally just pull it right behind the house. It's like, there's no (laughs) trees. You can see it. (laughs) You can see it. Good. Amazing. So as this is happening, Courage, he's looking out the window. He hears all the commotion and all that he can see, though, is the cop cars flying by. So he kind of just shrugs it off like, huh, must just be some chase. And so the next morning, they're watching the news on their TV, Courage, Eustace and Muriel uh, in their family room. And they just hear a newscaster who is reporting on the dangerous Ladronis family who has just notoriously escaped from jail And so while they're watching this on TV, we also see Maria and Mano in their motorhome out back listening to the story on the radio. And right after this breaking news story, the newscaster goes on to mention that there is also coincidentally a new exhibit at the Nowhere Museum called the Grandmother Diamond Exhibit. And this diamond, it is like... It's like honestly half the size of courage and it's like glowing neon blue. So I don't, this thing honestly looks like it's from an alien planet. I'm not (laughs) sure, but it is clearly very valuable. Yeah, probably radioactive, which Uh maybe that explains some of the stuff in nowhere. I have some Mm. suspicions about that. Maybe we'll talk about that at the end of our courage arc. Interesting. (laughs) Yes. Interesting. But nonetheless, it is clearly something that is going to just like have a bunch of tourists coming into town. And the newscaster actually says that the lines are out the door for this museum. And it is coincidentally attracting a lot of jewel thieves to the area as well. You see like jewel thieves waiting outside the museum hoping to get in. Do they are they just dressed up as like the hamburglar? It doesn't. It, yeah, I mean, if it actually showed them, I don't think it actually oh. did. But you know, they would be like, yeah, they would just be these in the. I think they've done like thieves and courage before, like that, where they're just like these big upper body guys, yeah, with tiny masks legs. on, yeah, tiny uh-huh. legs, like holding little sacks over, like the striped uh-huh. stuff on. Probably them, just the line of them waiting outside the museum. As long yep. as they pay, it's fine. Pay for yeah. admission. Um, And so, meanwhile, back in the Winnebago, after all this news is going on, Maria comes up with an idea, and she's, like, staking out the bag house, looking around, she's got binoculars, like, looking through their windows and everything, (laughs) watching Muriel do errands around the house, and just kind of, like, scoping out the premises, and she decides to just walk on up, knock on the door, and introduce herself as their new neighbor. So far, quite polite. Sounds like a normal, good citizen. Yeah. And And is Mono just in the Winnebago still? 
Yeah, Mana is just chilling in the window. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Ma- Maria's like, I'll handle this. You you stay out. You stay here. Okay. So when she knocks on the door, Mur- the Muriel <laughs> answers. <laughs> and um, Maria says that she and her husband had car troubles and are just going to camp out in their Winnebago in the uh, Bag family's backyard until the car is fixed. Courage is immediately like very sus. He's yeah. a very, very good boy, as per very usual. And because he knows that, like, weird, well, strange things are always happening around nowhere. Mm-hmm. But this day in particular, he's seeing too few or a few too many weird things go on to just like let anyone come on up into the home. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, Muriel immediately invites them into the home for tea. <laughs> so Maria. So, so tr- too trusting to a fault mm-hmm. because Maria, she says, oh, absolutely. I'd love to. But unfortunately, my husband, Mano, he is very, very shy and he's he doesn't want to get out of the Winnebago. And Courage and Muriel like look over to the Winnebago and we just see like from behind a curtain, the shadow of Mano kind of waving at them like, hi, I'm here, but I don't want to come out. out. Whatever. I'm not coming out. So Maria, she enters the home with Muriel and Courage, though, he's like, well, that's kind of strange. So he's he hangs back and he keeps watching as Mano is waving Mm -hmm. and he sees something very strange that sends him into quite a panic. As Mano's waving, he sees like the head and the body just kind of like fall back and the hand keeps waving at him. Uh, so he, he suspects it's like a cardboard cutout. Uh, <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, so Courage runs back inside after Muriel and Maria and he like slams the door shut and he's all like babbling like, hub, 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 stop, stop, stop. Don't let her in. Something's wrong. But Eustace, he is actually inside still watching TV, but the uh, the satellite connection has just gone out. How convenient, how convenient. convenient. And good God forbid that Eustace has to turn the TV off and like talk to Muriel or something (laughs) or like engage in a conversation rather than stare (laughs) at the television. So he is inside having a fit. He's like trying to move the antenna around. He's yelling, he's hitting the TV. Mm. And Muriel, she's trying to introduce Maria to him saying, hey, meet our new neighbor. Eustace, total asshole. I was like, yeah, 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 new neighbor, whatever. Courage, go outside go and check. <laughs> go fix this, you dog. You go dog. outside, check and see oh, if God. something's wrong with the antenna. So, Courage, again, he's too good of a boy for his own good. He goes out front and he sees that the entire antenna has been cut from the rooftop huh. and it's just like laid out on the ground in front of the front door with massive gardening shears laying right next to it. Hmm. More red flags, okay? More red flags. (laughs) So he runs back into the house to get the family's attention, but Eustace is still too busy yelling at the TV for not getting any reception, you stupid TV. So (laughs) Maria tells Eustace, like, oh, you know what? Me and Mono, we actually have perfect reception in the Winnebago. You can go in there and watch the TV. And so she then goes on this little weird um, foreboding rant saying like, our casa is your casa. 
what's which means what's mine is yours which is not literally what it means but okay cool (laughs) so what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine all mine and the camera like zooms into (laughs) maria's red eyes as she's saying this courage is like what are you talking about (laughs) muriel is like oh how lovely (laughs) and eustace just picks up his TV and was like, sounds good to me. And he just makes his way. He brings back. the TV with He him. brings the whole TV. Uh, yeah. My assumption was that she meant you can watch our TV in our <laughs> Winnebago, but Eustace is like, okay, I'll take my whole TV and plop it in your Winnebago, whatever. So Classic. a few short minutes later, now that the TV is out of the house and there's like nothing to talk about, Maria and Muriel are like just sitting there at the sofa, drinking their tea. And Maria decides, oh, I know what we can talk about. Where do you keep your valuables? Like <laughs> subtle. <laughs> your driver's license, oh your God. birth certificate, maybe social. even yeah, your social security number. The deed to the family farm. Oh my God. Oh no. Courage is immediately like, are you kidding me? Muriel, do not give her this stuff. But yes, Muriel, boy. she assures him like, oh, come on. She's our neighbor. We can trust her. And she actually just like gets up and kind of like scooches or like slides a fairly large safe out from right behind the sofa. <laughs> it's not like she goes upstairs fetches some things or opens a closet she just like pulls it out from behind this that this is where I keep my valuables of course in the open yeah and so she's like opening the safe reading the combination out loud as Maria pulls out a legit notepad and is like writing down courage is like trying to bark and like distract her and like make sure she doesn't hear the numbers but unfortunately, Girl. it doesn't work. Muriel is really enjoying having a new neighbor. Listen, you know, to a certain point, I kind of get it. It's clearly lonely out there. Courage is a great campaign. Exactly. Like anyone is less evil to her than Eustace <laughs> in her eyes, I think. She's she like, might be no. right. This, this Maria lady cannot be as bad as Eustace. I need someone else to talk to. Sure, you can have all of my confidential secret information. How bad could it be? Um, right, I've been through yeah. worse. She's way too trusting. So yeah, Mariel is like, again, telling Courage as he's jumping around, it's fine. What is she going to do with it? She, she's our neighbor. We know where she is if she uses the information. Which again, she said, Maria said they're only going to be there until the car is fixed too. She's not even like acting like your permanent neighbor. She's literally just a squatter at this point that you're allowing to now take all your shit. Yeah. So at this point, you know, pleased with all of the information that she's received from Muriel. Yeah. Maria asks Muriel to then share all of her beauty secrets with her. Perhaps using some of Doc Gerbil's premium farm granny <laughs> line of products from a couple weeks back. He just kept a couple behind. He did. Or Courage actually scooped a couple from the lab. Before. He's like, I mean, they work. <laughs> I mean, they're popular for a reason. Yeah. As long as we're not the test subjects, like... Yeah. 
I'll use them. <laughs> and so anyway, Mary, uh, Muriel takes Maria. It's going to be hard to say their names together. Truly, it's probably um, sometimes. Yes. So she takes uh, Maria upstairs to the bathroom and is like showing her how Muriel does her hair, putting curler or rollers oh. in it and everything. She even dyes it white so that it literally is the exact same style and shade as Muriel's. Exactly. And it's sad. It is because again, it shows, it shows how lonely she is yeah. to like the first person who walks up to their door and it's like, Oh, hi, we're new in town. She's like, Oh my God, come in. Oh, oh, what do you want? I'll give right. you anything and everything that you need. All so, Maria had to say was, how are you? And Muriel's like, I haven't been asked that in 50 years. <laughs> 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 come on in Here's you're my, my best friend now yeah. <laughs> here's the deed to our family farm <laughs> you deserve it more than useless at this point yeah. i mean again maybe not wrong <laughs> no he is the criminal uh anyway <laughs> so not only does mariel show maria how she does her hair she also like gives her some of her clothes okay so she maria now has the white cute granny curls she's in the yellow apron she's got the boots on and they're just downstairs sitting on the sofa chatting it up laughing drinking tea encourage he's watching and even he at this point is starting to confuse which one is which (laughs) he's like uh huh (laughs) this is not good Uh oh I'd also just like to note, while all of this is happening, Eustace is just in the Winnebago asleep. Like the TV is like two feet in front of him and he's like sitting on the Ladronis' sofa back there, just like (laughs) gnawing and the TV TV is blasting. The TV is on, like the blue light is like taking over (laughs) the entire room. It's so loud too. And he's just like knocked out. We don't see Mono in there, but- we do finally see Mono in the very next scene. And, and this okay. is why he took the opportunity to sneak out of the Winnebago while Eustace was sleeping at night mm. with TV blasting two feet away from his face. So Eustace, I guess, decided to spend the night over there in the Winnebago. <laughs> and Muriel and Courage are upstairs asleep in Muriel's bed. Okay. And the door to her room slowly starts to open. Oh no. And we just see a hand start to gently walk into the room. And when I say a hand, I straight up mean like from like the Adams family yeah. thing. <laughs> straight up. Like now, okay, to be fair, in the Adams family, I think thing was just like maybe up to the wrist. Yeah. This is like full on just shy of the elbow. So this is like oh. hand, wrist most of forearm just starts sneaking its way into Muriel's room Mm -mm. and dear audience and listeners and of course grace Mm -hmm. this as I somewhat hid the ball earlier is mono (laughs) he is just a hand and a forearm and a forearm (laughs) he's not just a hand okay there's so much more that he can do with that extra muscle (laughs) extra tendon yes mono is just a hand and all of this time that we see him in the episode up until now all we see is his hand his hand reaches in to steer the wheel his hand is waving out the window at courage in them but we know never really get a sense of 
what is it attached to? Friends, nothing. it is attached to nothing. Mono Damn. is a dismembered half arm, and that mm. is it. Mm. Now we're gonna wildly speculate at the end about okay. thank you. How the fuck is this working? Uh-huh. Cool. What cool, the cool, hell is cool. going on? <clears throat> um, because I have so many questions <laughs> and I was not able to cogently write any of them into the script. So I was like, Grace and I got to bounce heads, <laughs> bounce yep. ideas back and forth on this one. Yeah, so good. we see Mono, the hand of Mono, sneaking into the room, climbing up Muriel's bed. This is going to sound gross. I swear to God, it's, it's PG rated. <laughs> he goes up to her face and he just plucks the glasses off of her face. Oh, okay. And then, like, slowly darts out of the room. But Courage wakes up just as he sees the hand, like, leaving the door. And he, like, then shakes Muriel awake. And is like, oh, my God, something just happened. What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) Muriel, though, hilarious, is like, oh, Courage, you know I can't hear you when I don't have my glasses on. (laughs) (laughs) So Courage is like, oh, shit, I got to handle this on my own. You're right. True, true. So he books it downstairs to try to chase after Mono, but he's Uh too late. And he just sees like the front door is wide open and the Winnebago is just peeling off down the road. Like, as we speculated before, a dirt trail (laughs) is left (laughs) in its path. Yeah. And so he just hears the laughs of Maria as she's like frantically driving away, which, by the way, Eustace is still in there. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah because he spent the night so (laughs) courage though you know he's a little worried because he's like well muriel's glasses were stolen but eustace is gone and we're all like me and muriel are still alive so the next morning he's actually like totally chilling he's just vibing out sitting on the sofa like listening to this groovy music snap it's so adorable he looks so happy he's like the radio is blasting kidnapped great yeah and again he wasn't feeling so like welcoming to the ladronas family so he's happy that they're gone again he's like muriel doesn't have her glasses we're like we can get another pair of glasses whatever and so he's just vibing out enjoying his morning but unfortunately Muriel walks into the room and since she can't see she's just like running into everything just bumping into stuff and Courage's whole vibe is ruined when Muriel like falls over the couch and like right next to him and even his vibe is even more so ruined when a breaking news interruption plays over the radio And the newscaster is saying that the grandmother diamond that was on exhibit at the Nowhere Museum has been stolen and that apparently the authorities believe that none other than Muriel Bag is the culprit. And they say this because her driver's license, birth certificate, and family photos were left at the scene (laughs) of the crime. It's like the worst best frame job ever. No, it's like if you're if you're a police officer and you get there and you see that you're like, look, two percent chance any criminal would ever leave this behind. But we can't just ignore this. (laughs) 
We're just doing our jobs still. Yeah. Like this is like damn. basic detective work. Like you can't leave your birth certificate at the scene of a crime and not expect for us to like at least ask you some questions. <laughs> yeah. But also, what kind of criminal leaves their birth certificate Who, in family kind of, photos? Who's just carrying that around? I know. First of all, um, maybe uh, the family photos. Well, yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> Courage, after hearing this, he like runs over to the safe and see it's wide. Oh, he God. sees it's wide open. Of course. Exactly. Everything has been emptied out of it. All the contents are missing. And he just like screams like, oh my God, my day is ruined. I was having such Bye. a good morning. Vibing out. Now Muriel's <laughs> about to fucking get arrested. Oh. And so a stern banging is like pounding at the door. Mm-hmm. He goes and opens it up and hilarious. It's just like we described before the burglars. It's so it's a police officer, but he's that exact same shape, like little pencil legs and a uh-huh. super like buff, like stocky. The big mustache. <laughs> um, this one did not have a mustache. Okay, no. I wasn't sure if like they just use the same cop for like sometimes they do. Yeah. yeah. They they have they like rotate through like two or three of them. This yeah. is the one who rides on the motorcycle. So he's got like the helmet and the oh. big goggles <laughs> on. Yeah. And so Courage opens the door and the police officer looks at Courage like, are you Muriel Bag? <laughs> you had the driver's license, sir. <laughs> this is clearly a highway cop muriel yeah right or not maybe not even a highway because this is like this state route desert road and middle of nowhere (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh muriel she um she still can't like see or apparently hear without her glasses So she's not really sure who's at the door. She confuses it for her cousin Harold and thinks that he's oh. just like joking around with her. Yeah, apparently Muriel has a cousin named Harold, by the way. Okay. Interesting. Cool. And this cop is like, uh, ma'am, you're wanted for stealing the grandmother diamond. And she's like, oh, Harold, you're so funny. The cop pulls her glasses like out of his pocket and is like, maybe this will help. He puts her glasses back on. Like, yeah, we found those at the scene of the crime, ma'am. Which, by the way, shouldn't they be evidence then now? Why are you like bringing them, right? This cop. Why is this cop touching them? He's not good at his job, as you will see here soon. So the officer, he's got no time to fuck around at this point. Muriel's Uh just like calling him Harold. She's so confused. She has no clue what's going on. And he just grabs her and drags her out to be arrested and says that like, more than a hundred people witnessed her stealing the diamond. Hilarious. Right. Yeah, those burglars and the or thieves and the high school field trips combined, <laughs> yeah. just all watching her go by. Like, there she goes with the diamond. <laughs> and hilariously, the witnesses also said that they saw her husband waiting in the getaway motorhome watching TV. <laughs> So they're like, yeah, we saw her take it. And we saw Eustace watching TV in the motorhome. Which again, basic detective work. It's like how criminals are not likely to just be sitting watching TV, relaxing while a major crime is going on, like right behind you. Right. But at the same time, your husband was, we have to look into this. <laughs> our hands just, are tied. Our hands are tied. The system. This is just how it works. <laughs> we just want to wrap so, this case up. Come on. Honestly, yeah, this dude, he just wants another arrest. Like, boom, <laughs> add it yeah. to my record. 
So courage is like trying to pull Muriel back into the house and away from the officer. And Muriel is like, officer, please, like there's got to be some sort of misunderstanding. I've been here all day and all last night. This is a mistake. But the officer assures her like, no, we have so much evidence saying that this is you. Yeah. And at that exact moment, we actually see the Winnebago like fly down the road right by the Bag family farm. Uh-huh. And Mono, the hand, he's just like straight up holding the diamond in the passenger seat. And Maria is like hanging her head out the window, screaming and laughing. Like they're being so conspicuous, like so obvious. And the police officer sees this and he's like, see, there you are with the diamond. Come on. (laughs) That's exactly what courage does. What (laughs) you just did, just like. God damn it. Face palm and like pulls his ears down. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So at this point, courage has little time to fuck around. Yeah. So he picks up Muriel. Like when the uh, police officer's like looking down, writing something, he's like, fuck this. Picks up Muriel, throws her into the sidecar on the police officer's motorcycle. Little vigilante he steals that shit, <laughs> and also just hilarious how he's the one driving and not Muriel. Yeah, he like hops on and just takes off after this Wait, Winnebago. Does he have glasses? Oh, I don't remember. Or his I don't ears think he just did. Flapping in the wind. I think his ears are just flapping. Yeah, really adorable. Which ooh, Cartoon Network missed the opportunity to teach about helmet safety in that instance. <laughs> Oops. Very important. So, um, but also very hilariously as Courage takes off um, with this, uh, sorry, steals this police officer's motorcycle. The officer just yells off behind him like, hey, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Dude, the training in nowhere, Kansas for the police department is not... They're like, Miranda writes, who's Miranda? Who's Miranda? Oh, we're going to get to that later, too. (laughs) Anyway, so Courage, he's taken off after the Winnebago. And we see, yet again, another high-speed chase going down on this desolate country road. Uh And meanwhile, in the Winnebago, Maria is saying that now that they've gotten this diamond, they can afford to get the operation for Mano. More on that in our wild speculation, perhaps. Okay. The conversation, though, is quickly interrupted when Courage sets off the police sirens on the motorcycle, Mm. and Maria's like, oh shit, we have neighbors. Let's show them how we greet our neighbors. We got to get them off of our tail. So um, at this point, we learn that this Winnebago is not just any old Winnebago, y'all. So now I'm starting to understand why they're getting into so many high-speed chases with it. Mano presses a red button, typical, um, on the (laughs) dashboard, and it, like, triggers all of these compartments to open, and it exposes, like, a radar and, like, oh, it's a souped-up Winnebago. It's like a spy Winnebago. (laughs) They're taking this thing across the border. Um, And, yeah, like, all of these different controls and remotes and, like, little monitors built into the dashboards that they can presumably, like, release weapons from the Damn. And so they're firing, they start firing all sorts of cannons and stuff and like missiles at Courage and Muriel. 
And eventually okay. one of them, it's, it's super intense. One of them hits the motorcycle and like it explodes and like goes into a million pieces, which at first is terrifying, but we see like a bunch of pieces all like fall down and reconfigure into a unicycle. <laughs> And like Muriel lands on it and then courage lands on her shoulders. So then it's like even more badass. They're like riding this motorized unicycle, like (laughs) weaving around stuff and following (laughs) this Winnebago, still chasing them. And so courage, he's on Muriel's shoulders, like I said, and she's able to get close enough to the back of the Winnebago where he just like a total badass, just like jumps off of her shoulders latches on he's such a good boy courage is the best side note i'm sorry but just these are things that scooby-doo would never do no shame on scooby love my dude but no courage he he's got some balls so (laughs) he like scales this back window and he gets to the side of the van and like climbs up onto the roof of it or of the okay. motorhome, he yeah. climbs up to the roof of it and he's like running on the roof of this motorhome. He oh. goes up towards the passenger side where Mano is sitting and he's like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? But I'm pretty sure that Maria knows that he's up there at this point because like mm. the motorhome kind of makes this very quick turn and like he flings off of it and just like hit my balls. Oh, God. <laughs> Getting Blink excited. <laughs> he flings <laughs> off of it. Um, but like somehow crashes into the passenger side window and lands on Mano. Oh. And so Maria, though, she's like, perfect, Mano, finish him off now. And Mano just like starts strangling him straight up. <laughs> Uh, and courage is like fighting him back and he's able to like grab onto the diamond i think he like kind of grossly he puts it in his mouth (laughs) to like hold on to it he's a dog it's all right it's cool actually aren't there aren't their mouths like cleaner than ours yes (laughs) they are yes so (laughs) you know keep it there courage keep it there (laughs) so those two are like fighting while maria is trying to still drive away and at this point Muriel ends up becoming the hero, right? So she's like, oh, hell no. They can take my old photos. They can take my damn identity for all they want. But when they take my courage, they have gone too far. They can take my (laughs) shitty husband. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't even mention Houston. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, it like is that or it's that order. Courage, identity, photos. She's like, wasn't there, some, wasn't there something else? Oh, yeah, they have my TV, too. I need that back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she speeds up. She uh, is able to like get a little bit closer to the motorhome. But she hits this crack in the road. And it unfortunately like sends her flying off of the unicycle. And she lands right on top of the Winnebago. <laughs> God works in mysterious ways, I guess. <laughs> and so she lands on the roof right over Courage and Mono. Uh, but like as soon as she lands there, she falls immediately through and just like lands in the passenger seat. What the fuck kind of material is this motorhome <laughs> made of? They it's have like paper so mache. Many other, yeah. <laughs> like souped up things, but like they couldn't repair the roof because it's right. old. Like it's rusty old. at this point. They had to they had to spend the whole budget 
on getting the cannons installed <laughs> and getting the right satellite reception or like yep. antenna reception for the TV. They forgot about the basics. like a roof. <laughs> Yeah, like a roof, those things. They probably don't have windshield <laughs> wipers either. Goodness. So when Muriel falls through the roof and lands on Mono, it very funny, funnily forces him to like, he like slaps Maria in the face. Oh, and she just damn. like, she's like flies off the wheel. And unfortunately though, it causes the Winnebago to just like go crazy skirting all oh, over God. the road. And it actually flips like multiple times and yeah, crashes. Like, I'll shit, probably. Yeah, and it's made of paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> the paper mache Winnebago. <laughs> It's not going to last. <laughs> it swerves off the road. And very, I mean, it's not funny. Car accidents are not funny, but oh, like in the back of the Winnebago, we see Eustace like rolling all over the place <laughs> and like the TV is going everywhere. <laughs> we can laugh at him in a car. We can, yeah, only, only at him because yep. it actually is. It's a very bad crash. We then see it's like the Winnebago is absolutely totaled. There are parts everywhere and like the bodies are all laid out among oh. the wreckage. Use again though we'll laugh at Eustace and Eustace alone. Um, he's like laid out and his head has crashed through the TV screen. So you just like see his head in the TV and like the glass is broken. (laughs) Yeah. And his body's just like laid out. (laughs) But it's okay. We know he's alive because he's like, wow, great sound quality. And like that's how he'd want to go anyways. So yeah, it's fine. like watching TV with his head yeah. in the TV. <laughs> and so courage, he slowly starts to get up after this crash. And he's like coughing and hacking and like rubbing his head and stuff. And he actually coughs out the diamond. So he was able oh. to hold on to it. Still a little gross, but okay. Yep. And so he looks down and he sees that Muriel's glasses are right by his feet or his, his little paws. So he picks them up and starts to run over to her to give them back so that she can see. But while he's running over to her, he runs into Eustace, who's just like walking around with this TV on his head. <laughs> and he bumps into Eustace and it makes the TV, the already broken TV, it falls off of his head and just like shatters into pieces. Uh-huh. And so Eustace is pissed. He picks yeah, up courage and like choking him. Yeah, you stupid dog, you broke my yeah. TV. And Muriel, though, she comes from behind and just like, hits Eustace over the head with a yeah. rolling pin and yep. says that the only thing I can see without my glasses is Eustace's big shiny bald head. <laughs> Which, <laughs> so I originally was not going to put any of that in there, but I just had to because anytime yeah. I'm shitting on Eustace, yes. we got to throw it in. You so anyway, while all this is happening, the bag family is getting recollected and everything. We just see Maria trying to pull Mono out from a cactus. <laughs> like the whole forearm <laughs> is just like stuck in between the, you call them branches? I don't know what they are for a cactus. Like the arms, the arms cactus, yeah, yeah, the arms. But before she can get him out, the police officer catches up with them. Finally. <laughs> he, like ran. <laughs> he, like puffing and puffing. Like... You're under arrest. You have a right to remain silent. <laughs> but because he's so out of breath, the dumbass doesn't finish Mirandizing them. 
Oh no. Before he slaps handcuffs on them. He probably doesn't know all of them. He just probably the first doesn't. One. He's like, you have a right to arrest. Anything you say, ah, forget about it. And just like arrests them right then and probably. there. So um, yeah. by the way, they're probably just gonna their case is gonna get tossed. They're out gonna get out. Point. They're gonna get out. Constitutional violation. You fucked up, police officer. Yo. See the Ladrona's family again. We can wildly <laughs> <In> speculate. <court. laughs> in, first in court. Then they're gonna get like a dope ass like Bobby Cochran or Johnny Bobby, Johnny Cochran <laughs> to represent them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's perfect for mono. If the glove doesn't fit, then you must quit. <laughs> then I quit. If I did it. If, uh, ah, this glove could never fit on mono's forearm. <laughs> so anyway, back at the farm, Muriel, she's like very wisely putting all of her confidential documents back into the safe, locking that shit up. Hopefully she changed the combination (laughs) and she's just like very thankful. Like, Oh, thank God. We're all back. We're all together again. We're all safe and sound. Mm -hmm. But while she's like, thankfully and lovingly saying these things, Eustace like just starts crying from the comfort of his nice, like recliner or whatever. And at first Muriel's like, Oh, even Eustace is weeping tears of joy. Look at how happy and loving my family is. No, he's fucking not at all. He's like, those neighbors gave me the best reception of my life. When are they coming back? (laughs) Asshole. (laughs) (sighs) A terrible, terrible man. So um, yeah, that's really, that's the end of the episode, but also very creepily and confirming that they probably, that the Ladronuses immediately got out of jail. Mm -hmm. We just see like Mono's hand crawling over their TV as like the end credits start to oh. roll oh yeah oh scary oh will he return or perhaps the the officer didn't realize that like it was a real hand that maria was trying to get out of the cactus and so he only arrested maria he didn't arrest mono too yeah he was like this is a bad car crash someone probably yeah, lost someone, their hand oh, someone lost her arm i don't know where the rest of the body is but like right, he, he, not, he didn't call emts <laughs> Oh, we didn't he see didn't him at Mirandize least. her, which, like, yes, correct. She should take that to court for sure. Yes, absolutely. But two, there, there might be a dead body here, and you're just like, yeah. well, this case is wrapped up. Oh, that, gotcha. that one's a different case. Yeah. He's like looking at the county lines, like, mm. <laughs> I mean, it he started like, in our. He just kicks the hand to the other county line, <laughs> <laughs> just like nudges it, so it's not his problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst cop he's like and case case closed my hands are clean unlike that hand over there can't wait to get my raise <laughs> get my bonus oh i think you're right though that she was probably only arrested not mono i think so too yeah so uh yeah i got through that kind of quickly because i was like i'm gonna need some help with the wild speculation on this <laughs> i have I have tried to think of ways in which Mono could possibly be just a hand in a forearm. I have maybe the closest thing I can think of is so we when we first see these two, they're escaping from prison. Mono, I think, was a full man in prison. Uh-oh. And somehow 
when they escaped, the rest of his his arm was dismembered <laughs> and she just left with that. Maybe tying in like lore from the other episodes. She like met with Shirley or something and was like, <laughs> I need you to put reanimate his arm. Yes, reanimate Ooh. it. It wasn't for personal gain, though. That's the thing. We have to figure sure out how love. it ha- it's Thank you. See, this is this why I was like, love. I need Grace's help. I need Grace's help. So she did it for love. Okay. Uh-huh. And now in order to get the rest of the body and reattach it, they need money. Of course, it's going to mm-hmm. be an expensive sh- surgery. Shirley's magic only goes so say, far. Sh- yep. And Shirley's expensive probably too. <laughs> it's expensive. So they're like, all right, well, let's steal this diamond and then we can have enough money to, I guess... See, yeah, I don't think they're going to break back into the jail to get the body. I truly think they were going to have someone totally reanimate him. Yes. Somehow. So, yeah, yeah, all I can really come up with is like this very loving couple, criminal duo. Mm. Just really, yeah, and like that is truly her motive at the end of the day. Like she's just trying to get money to like bring her husband back to his full body, his full form. So another complex villain in a way. To love in story, a way. but yeah, we still it is. But we, <laughs> I said, I said, Bonita and Claudio. <laughs> <laughs> they truly are. Wow, yeah, it's adorable. So, uh, yeah, that's that is the story of Maria and Manuel Mano Ladronas and how they wow. were, as per all the criminals and monsters in nowhere foiled by courage the cowardly dog and muriel this time and muriel yeah this yes. so yeah one of the few times where muriel actually knows and like realizes the dangerous situation yeah, that they're going in down. and it's like oh shit i gotta step up and save somebody yep so maybe because not to victim blame at all but maybe because she was like "Ooh, i did i did give her the code to all of this mm-hmm. or yeah. maybe because she's like oh my ass is on the line here but I think that that's what snapped her into it is that she was like, yeah. oh, they're bl- I'm going to get arrested. Now right. Courage is in trouble. Now, so she's exactly. actually paying attention for yeah. when Courage got in trouble. It was like actually directly impacting her <laughs> and her well-being. Yes. Not to say the other stuff in the other episodes has it, but yeah, you do, just yes. like you said, shit, I can't get arrested. <laughs> right. <laughs> <And> what? <Yeah. laughs> Like you know, I'll never be with Kurt. Arrest the quack, but don't arrest me. <laughs> yeah. Wow, great job. Thank you. Thank you. Fun episode. Bye. Um I definitely remember this one from when I was younger, specifically for the hand thing. Mm. <laughs> and like I do all I also remembered like the episode of Muriel being um like imitated or like an imposter. Yeah. So I was like, wait, which one was that? And I just I had to do it when I finally found it. So yep. Yeah. When I saw on our list of like who's taking what episode, I was like, wait, is wait, met her Muriel met her match. Like, wait a second. Is that like the twin one? But yeah. I can't remember that's what how, it was. That's how I remembered it at first. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good job. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. So that is all for today's mystery, today's crime of yes. heisting and thievery and diamond and kidnapping, and kidnapping, attempted and murder, attempted murder, uh, uh, stealing a police vehicle, yeah, breaking out of jail. Uh, they had actually a lot yes. of crimes. There's a lot. This is a, this was a heavy episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
it's like we just flew through all those crimes like yeah there's <laughs> yeah. all this but it's a love story it's a love story <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so next week um we'll be back with more funny spooky mm-hmm. crimes we'll see a little combination of both perhaps some monsters but until then who grace should our dear listeners and viewers tell about this wonderful podcast um I think that you should, you'll probably have to find it on Craigslist, but like look on Craigslist or any auto dealer shops for a Winnebago (laughs) and go tell whoever's trying to sell the Winnebago. Like you clearly loved this car to death since the last couple of decades. You know who taught, who know, who knows a lot about Winnebago's? Saturday Morning Mysteries. You should listen to this mm. episode. It's centered on Winnebago's. It is. It is. Yes. And Very then who good. else should they tell after that? Um, I think you should tell. Um, so you know how there's like all these influencers doing like the RV overhauls and stuff yeah. like that. Hashtag like, hey, renovate it. Hashtag van life. Um, <laughs> go to Instagram or Twitter, whichever, and just do the like hashtag van life and like look at all those posts that come up and on every single one just say watch satmore and mist watch <laughs> satmore and mist listen to satmore and mist do this and with everyone they'll also say they talk about winnebago's like all the time aka this one episode you'll love it they talk about adventures all the time you'll love it just do it you'll love it they yeah this episode and then listen to the rest of them nice oh yeah yeah start here i like it work your way back you can do yes. it and like 30 hours I think <laughs> <laughs> you're driving around all the time for van life so but you have hey, the time to listen to a podcast very true I love listening to a good yeah. podcast on a road trip it helps pass the time so exactly. depending on how far you're going pop on just a few episodes of our podcast yeah. and next thing you know you'll be there you'll forget that you're even driving let's be real yeah, it'll be super sick like, like oh my god did we just teleport here as you see like <laughs> crashes and everything behind you on the highway like you're not paying attention at all driving swerving yeah yeah good excellent we love it please practice road safety everyone out there but anyway thank you Uh, until next week yeah bye bye Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans. And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Satmore Mist, all the abreeds. And let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries. 